<laughs> we are hope. We are love. Siotien is a family, a lovely family. We are progress. I am Siotien. I am Siotien. <laughs> I didn't say you, I said me. I am Siotien. You're listening to Beyond the Village. This podcast is produced by Children of the Nations. Shorthand for our name is COTN. We work in Sierra Leone, Malawi, Uganda, Haiti, and the Dominican Republic because we believe true, lasting, and meaningful change to a nation begins with the children. This podcast gives them, the staff who cares for them, and the partners like you a chance to tell the real story. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. If you're like me, you probably don't actually know a whole lot about this city. You might find it surprising that there is a vibrant community of people here who have poured lots of time and talent into the countries that COTN serves, in particular, the Dominican Republic. I was struck by their relationship and I wanted to get a deeper look into the impact a community can have when they come together to serve others. I'm your host, Heather Ostakevich, and this is COTN's podcast, Beyond the Village. I want to introduce you to three Sioux Falls residents, Mark Steinborn, Olga Fedelova, and Anne Schellfeffer. They generously took time out of their Saturday morning to have a roundtable discussion with me. Let me tell you a bit more about them. Mark is a certified registered nurse anesthetist who has been on 12 COTN venture trips, mostly medical, including a trip to Haiti to help after the earthquake. He's led quite a few of those trips. Olga is a cardiovascular technician who has been to the Dominican Republic three times on medical venture teams. And Anne is retired and spends lots of her time giving back. She's been to the Dominican Republic six times. You can usually find her putting on vacation Bible school for the kids, but she also helps out at the clinic as well. They are all big-hearted, talented people, really involved with COTN. And what's so beautiful is that there's so many others in Sioux Falls who do the same. Like Mark, Olga, and Anne, the majority of these Sioux Falls partners work in the Dominican Republic. Over the years, they've created a beautiful kind of relationship between their community and the communities in the Dominican Republic. There's quite a few people who really know the COTN staff, and they've built relationships with many of the children and families in the communities. So what's the deal? I ask Mark, Olga, and Anne to shed some light. This is Mark. I think the reason why a lot of people from Sioux Falls are interested in going to the Dominican and becoming involved with COTN is that I think we're all looking for an avenue to use our time and our talents to our best abilities when we're able to go to a country like the Dominican where you can have safe food, safe water, safe politically, safe environment. And it's, it's hard to find a place like that to go use your time and talents. And that's what a lot of people in Sioux Falls are looking for, a place they can go and have an impact. COTN handles the logistics very well with your flights and where you stay. And do you have a hospital that has equipment? Uh, is it going to be safe for the patients? Is it going to be safe for the people that work there? And that's something that COTN through the years has, has really streamlined into being an efficient uh, organization that utilizes not only time and talent, but also utilizes the money to the best of, of their ability to get the most bang for the buck. 
And I think also maybe with a smaller community, it's easier to maybe depend more on each other. This is Olga, a cardiovascular technician. Find the people that are passionate about this and make a team and work together. And I think these trips, too, inspire you a little bit more and give you a sense of accomplishment, maybe, in helping someone. And for me, I grew up in the Midwest. And this is Anne, who is spending her retirement giving back. I think our culture here is we are hardworking with a farm background. Uh, We're giving people, caring people. And this is a, a beautiful outlet where, as Mark mentioned, that we can use our time and our talent the need in the world is so overwhelming. You could you could become overwhelmed about what can I do, but we're able to focus on this one community. We go back, we build a relationship with them. We know the people, the people know us, and it is like Mark said, a safe place where we can give back just a small portion of what we have been given. When I see the people that have gone and they come back and they share their stories, and I see the joy that they have in serving. That's what drew me to it. I wanted to have joy in being able to serve just a a few people and make a difference in at least somebody's life in this world. Working closely with the Dominican staff, the children, and the families in the local communities, I wondered what kind of changes these three have seen over their years, especially in their work in the schools and the clinic. I've seen a big difference in the first year that I went down there and going out to the villages. And then this past year, when I went out, I see a new road, I see new schools, I see the children being cared for. I see the younger children of siblings that are in the school being provided for. I see them coming and having meals. So I I see that COTN has made a big impact in the villages. And I get to see more at the hospital from uh, when I first went down about 14 years ago. uh, Then we had really, uh, you know, kind of substandard equipment and monitoring supplies. Our anesthesia machines were, were very old. And luckily, I was old enough to know how to use them. But uh, <laughs> uh, but through the years, we've updated the equipment, new anesthesia machines, uh, new sterilization equipment. What you want to do down there is, is provide a safe environment for the patients. You don't want to cause them any harm. So we want to monitor patients down in the Dominican as well as we monitor them in the United States and not cut any corners. And the hospital is really... It's not, I want to call it modern, but it's modernized enough that it is a safe environment where people can rotate in, rotate out, teams can come in, and that's another thing that we always try to do. One of our goals when we first started going down there was trying to make a facility where you can have enough supplies down there and enough safe equipment and equipment that everybody knows how to use rather than just old equipment where they can rotate teams in and rotate teams out. And so that's one of the biggest things I see is is how the the clinic has improved with time. Mm. And can you speak to how important this clinic is in this particular area? The uh, patients that live in the Bates actually really don't have access to health care nor schools. 
And COTN recognized that long ago, that the best way to advance these people is to, number one, educate them, and then also provide them a safe environment by trying to get in them clean water, maybe some electricity, and also trying to get them medical help. And there, we also serve the underserved Dominicans also. They do have a small hospital in Maharona, but uh, there's a long lines, and there's if you want to get a surgery done or be seen by someone, it takes quite a while. So some of these kids, you know, have chronic tonsils or, you know, they're almost touching each other in the back of their throat, and they just keep getting sick over and over again. So it's really helped them out. There's a lot of uh, non-union fractures down there where, you know, kids and adults, um, basically, they can't hardly walk anymore because their leg's not healed and we have to redo those. And then there's, you know, all the common things with hernias and kids that, you know, sometimes they're fine, but other times, that, you know, that could cause problems in the future. And a lot of these kids work in the sugarcane fields where they use a lot of machetes. And, you know, if you cut your arms and you cut tendons, then pretty soon you lose function in your hands, your wrists, your fingers. So re repair of those is required also. So it does make a better quality of life for the, the children in that area. It's one thing to want to give back, but I had a suspicion that the COTN Dominican staff played a big role in making these Sioux Falls teams feel welcome and inspired. Mark agreed. When we first show up in the airport, they're greeted with big hugs. They're very organized. Um, they get us all loaded up. When we get to the clinic, the staff, they really help the patients feel at home with us as visitors and strangers in their country so that they can trust us because you have to build that sense of trust. The patients and the staff, we all pray together before we go back uh, to have their surgeries. The staff down there, they're, they're so dedicated to the, the, the people down there that, uh, that do have a great need, that don't have uh, access to healthcare and schools. So they're, and they're down there year after year. So they're long-term down there and they just, they do an excellent job of keeping us updated on progress on uh, patients that we've had down there. When I go down there, I either do vacation Bible school out in the villages, or I stay at the clinic and do whatever the people at the clinic want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> now, Anne, do you have a medical background? I do not. Okay, but not everyone will be able to just jump in a clinic and help out, so I'm impressed. <laughs> Very versatile. Just like a Marine, she adapts and overcomes. <laughs> okay, so have you both been on a trip together? Yes, Mark and I have been on several trips together. That's awesome. So, Anne, tell me what inspires you about the Dominican staff. When I go out to the schools, I see the principal, I see the teachers, and so that's the staff that I see, more so than the clinic staff. The principals are beautiful people who care about all of the kids in their schools. The teachers work hard in really a difficult situation. They have many children that are clamoring for their attention. And the translators, we could not do our job down there if it were not for the translators. And we, when I go out to the villages, we have had some awesome translators. Uh, one of them in particular, he helped us lead the children in singing songs. He would color with the children. He even took on the role of Goliath. 
when we were telling the children about the story of David and Goliath. And the teachers and the principals are the staff that really inspire me. They're working with so many children. Not like the people at the clinic where they just take one patient back at a time and that patient is anesthetized so they're not <laughs> noise or talking. Not like the children at the school. We have 50 or 60 of them and they're all clamoring for our attention. I am sensing some rivalry here. <laughs> Olga, what about you? They're all very faithful and very positive, even with some of the not so great things that can be going on around them. They're always friendly. They're always very well dressed to the best of their ability, even when they come to the clinic and are about to have a surgery. Interpreters do do a lot of work and help us a tremendous amount. Because, yeah, like Ann said, we could not do our jobs without them. As you can imagine, all the time Mark, Olga, and Anne have spent serving the Dominican has impacted their lives back home. You know, it's, it's kind of funny. You go down there and, and uh, you see all these kids that uh, grew up in squalor, and you think they're going to be sad and in bad moods, but when you get down there, these kids are, are so happy and they're so resilient, and they do so much with so little. And, and especially when they're going for surgery, they're, they're so brave. And you, you learn how to make the connection with them right away, and you, and you learn how to try to build trust right away. So when you come back here, you know, we take, you know, everyone knows we take so much for granted here. But, you know, if you somehow you can just spread that knowledge around to people here that, uh, you know, you don't, you don't need a lot to be happy. And uh, we've kind of lost that, I guess. And for me, coming back here and impacting my life here, I have become very intentional about my giving. Uh, there are many organizations that I do not give to anymore. They are large, and I feel like they waste my money. But when I go down to the Dominican and I see the children, I see the food they are getting, I see the education that they are getting, and I see the health care, it, it has inspired me to sponsor children so that they can go to school. And so I have focused much more of my giving into trying to change those children's lives by supporting them so that they can go to school. And I think it's very nice for the people that do support the children that you can go down there and you can meet them and have a chance to spend time with them. So I think that has made an even better connection for the people that are supporting these kids. Yes, it's just not some person on a piece of paper or a picture. We see the real-life people. We get to hug them. We get to hand them gifts. Also quite eye-opening, too, that you're so used to everything here from the medical equipment or all these things that you take for granted, and then you go down and you have to kind of sometimes simplify and just work with what you have, and this is what we can do with that.
I think that Anne kind of touched on a couple things there as far as, uh, you know, the donations that we get for our trip go directly to our trip. There's no middleman involved. Everything is used for our trip. And, and uh, I think that says a lot for the organization as far as getting the, the biggest bang for your buck. And we're looking for the future. We want to improve it for the future. We want to improve it to for the, the people uh, that live around Baharona and live in the Bates, but uh, that hospital can can kind of keep updated and uh, keep organized so that groups can come can come in and rotate in and rotate out. On the first trip that I went on, one of the girls she was she had never been out of the country. She has never done anything like this. She was excited but yet afraid and she had never flown before I don't believe. So it was very interesting to just be there with her in that experience and watch her realize that it's not so scary mm. and that it's actually a very good experience overall. Mm. And everybody is there for each other too if there's just you don't feel well for some reason then you have plenty of people to support you and help you out and Safety was never a concern either. Everybody did, did a great job looking out for us, and I think everyone felt very safe. I'd say go. <laughs> Come back full of joy. Anne summed it up beautifully, so this is where I will end as well. I'd like to say thank you to Mark, Olga, and Anne for sharing their hearts and perspective. They did such a great job representing the Sioux Falls community and their passion for the communities that COTN serves. So if you're interested in using your time and talents in country, you can get more info at cotni.org forward slash venture. There are always teams going in country. Before I go, I want to say one more thank you to Udit Kumar, our amazing volunteer sound engineer, and thank you for listening. Until next time.